process is Black and White, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. Good morning, my man. Uh, hey, so I was having a conversation. Um, it, was, it was basically about the importance of being liked, right? And... You constantly hear people like, you constantly hear people make the point of like, you know, I don't need to be liked. I don't need to be liked. I don't need to be liked. You know, you hear it all the time, right? And I think there's, you know, a little bit of a, a to me, a little misunderstanding maybe or, or a little misguidedness in what that statement should mean. And I wanted to check in with you to figure out like, you know, where do you stand? What? How do you, what do you believe the importance of being liked is? And, uh, you know, just in life in general. And you can break it down however you see fit. So uh, Adam Smith has this uh, line in the theory of moral sentiment sentiments that is uh, man not only desires to be loved, but to be lovely. Which is kind of an interesting phrase right because it's like old-timey language or whatever mm-hmm. but if you take what it means it means man uh, people want to be loved right and that checks out right we all mm-hmm. know that people want to be loved um and then lovely if you go back to when he wrote that and you look at like what lovely meant uh, it meant being worthy of being loved right um which is a very different thing than being loved right like mm-hmm. you're you know you love your kids you know, <laughs> it's just a thing, right? You're not going to stop loving them. Um, but they each have an in, internal desire to be worthy of love and to live up to the things that people want, admire, um, like, um, value. All those things that we all have an internal goal um, to have that. Uh, have people look at look at us and say, oh, that person is worthy of their position in life, their station, the thing that they worked at, their job, their house, their girlfriend, their husband, um, <clears throat> you know, whatever their things are, we want that. Um, we want people to look at us and go like, oh, that person's really smart because they work hard or whatever the thing is, right? Like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. want the affection of other people and not specifically to be liked, right? Like, sure, maybe. And I think that that's what people are saying. Like, I don't care if you like me, but I want you to think that I'm lovely. I want you to think that like Michael Jordan, I don't care if you like me, if you're my teammate, but I want you to see how hard I work. And I set this standard that makes you go like, I want to live up to that standard. I want to work to that standard, whatever that case may be. Right. Um, so it's, so I think that when people hear like, you know, it's not about being liked, right. Um, I don't care if people like me. Um, they often mistake the second part of that, which is like, Yes, but I want people to find me lovely. I want people to find me, uh, and, and that skews in lots of different ways. I don't, I don't just want people. To, 
to think that like oh yeah he's easy to get along with like i want people to think oh yeah like he works really hard and i find that really admirable or he treats people kindly and i find that to be a good trait in a human or you know she's really really smart and excellent at communicating these ideas so i want to work for her Wh- whatever those you know whatever those sort of boundaries on things are i mean yeah you make great points and i think it's interesting because so my perspective of it is is i think you you are given so much more grace in your failures or your your shortcomings when someone actually likes you or finds you lovely right like it to when you watch the way that people behave you know you ever had a you ever had a friend i'm sure you have you have a friend tell you about like a restaurant or something right and they tell you that this restaurant is like you know it's it's the greatest thing ever it's i mean they talk it up to like such a level that you're like you know you get in there and you're like this restaurant is literally like as average as it can be it's just okay it's just okay right it's just okay but it's something to that friend of yours is probably a fan of that restaurant they they like what that restaurant's about they like you know like they they have this connection you know and to me like like is kind of that it's almost like someone rooting for you you know like i feel like it, it like that's like the beginning of someone becoming a fan of yours because in reality like you look at sports right like we a lot of times you choose your team because of your 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 regional location yeah, you're just born you know there. you were born there but then for for the way that you feel about a coach that's hired in your team, the way that you feel about a player that's drafted, you you get like this rooting interest, and for for whatever reason, we make decisions on whether or not we like somebody or not, based off of some things can be a reason why you like one person. And the same thing can be the reason why you don't like another person. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, you know, work hard. How many people didn't like you because you worked hard and too hard, right? Like, you, you like, man, would he stop? Like, would he sit down? You know what I mean? Depending on the environment. Like, in a place we worked together, I know that that was absolutely a sentiment at some point throughout your career when okay. you were in a leadership role. You know what I mean? But meanwhile, another person is like, I really like Devin. He worked so hard, you know? And it's like, I'm not saying it's important to be liked and we should worry about it. But what what I am saying is that the fact is being liked, uh, people give you more grace. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they're rooting for you. If you... You make a mistake, you put a little too much salt. That guy, that friend of yours that recommends this restaurant that they're head over heels about, they put a little too much salt on, on their, you know, in their soup. He might eat through that soup and not even make a complaint because he really likes that place. Like, he's going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he's going to come back because he's going to go, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I ate something salty before I got there. Like he's going to find all the reasons in the world to make it work. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we really like Ben Simmons for, for a long time here. 
and me and you talked on this on this podcast many times, overlooking the fact that this guy won't shoot, and kind of like, yeah, but man, he had 15 assists. You know what I mean? Like sure. we really were rooting for him. We really like this guy. You know what I mean? So I think it is important to you know, especially for what we're trying to do, whether it's business and stuff like that. How you handle yourself, you you can't like be adapted to everybody. But it is important to have that a little bit in the forefront of your mind that how I treat other people is important because it, as you are with, you know, comic book helpers, you know, the relationships that I have with, you know, my potential clients is important because them liking me could be the reason why they give me a, a little more of a leeway if I'm, you know, I have trouble trying to get the app to the point where they like it or, or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Me. If I'm late to an event and or or if I'm you know what I mean, like they might give me a second chance because they like me. But yeah, they you don't send, you send a, co a correspondence email late because, yes. you know, you are at your regular job or whatever. Exactly. But if they don't like me hmm. and they're just coming because someone recommended them, uh, they might even like the food, but they're not in love. You know, they're not a big fan of what we're doing. People are quick to write other people off in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, being liked has its benefits, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Definitely. I, I definitely agree. Uh, but again, I, I still think, man, it goes back to that, like, that internal thing. Like, I want to be the thing that I am, the thing that I value, the core parts of me. I want those things to be attractive. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I want those things to be likable. And I think that, that that's sort of the, the nuance that mm -hmm. I think needs to be sort of like, you know, shot down the, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I no, think that that's, right. like, that's, what what all, that's what it's all about. You, know? you want to know what, what, what I say and like how I sum it up mm. is, you know, you it's one of those things that you can't control. Whether someone likes you or not, you, you, you don't have control over. Because the core things that you do that you believe are the right things could be the very things that make someone not like you. So you yep. can't worry about being like, is what I say. Don't yep. worry about being like. But if we're just talking about in society, have, getting to success, you know, at, at, at a faster rate or in an easier route, being liked is the easier route. Don't worry about it. Don't right. don't make don't shape everything that you do around it. But just know if they like you, they're going to give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt. You're gonna get a little bit of a leeway. You're yeah, gonna it's an get, easier road. And, and it's an easier road. And it's okay that it's an easier road. And if people like you, then great. Then great. You know, and if don't like you, then keep doing what you're doing in terms of your principles. And don't don't worry about it. Don't adjust who you are, because at the end of the day, all of those great principles that we all believe in, there's a ton of people like patience. How many times we go, ah, you're so poised. And then the, the the other side of the room goes, why does it take you so long to walk? When, like, why, why are you slowing me down? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah. just like, so you just got to stay within your own principles. You can't get caught up in it. You got to stay with on your own principles. Yeah, you know, you know it's uh, we were talking before the show. Uh, one of the things we were talking about is like doing things the direct path, 
right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then looking for side doors or back doors for yes. you know for other things when you have like a weakness, right? Um, and much in the way that we were talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think likability, right? Being likable, being having like a history of people being like, "No, nah, this guy's great." Mm-hmm. Like, uh, worked, I worked with so-and-so. She's super awesome. Like, having a history of that makes your life a lot easier going forward. Um, it's a side door. Mm-hmm. You know? It is. It, it is. It's a definite it side door. And, hey, and then on this note, the great part about when you stay true to your principles and having good principles is the longer someone is around you the more likely it is that they're going to find you lovely mm-hmm. and that they're going to like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it is, it's the, it's the longevity of having that process, you know, and how you treat people that ultimately more and more people are going to like you. Haters, like we talked about earlier, they're always going to be there. Sure. You can't escape them. They're going to hate you for the beautiful things that you do. You know, sure. you can do you can do a coat drive and people would be like, why do they give the homeless coats? It's, you know, they should have gave them, you know, I don't know, sneakers, you know, because right. that's just what some and that's a them problem. You know what I mean? And that's why you don't worry about it. It's a yeah. Them problem. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know? that's the whole. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to easy to criticize. Uh, and we, we have that rule. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is like yeah. just I bias towards the people doing stuff, whether whether or not it's the right stuff. Um, bias towards people doing stuff. It's. It's almost always better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So speaking of doing stuff, tell me about uh, the last week of how not eating sugar has gone or not drinking sugar has gone yeah. and how getting on the bike has gone. Massive failure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Massive failure. This week has been, uh, this week has been, uh, it was a struggle bus. No bike, you know, but uh, you know what? No bike. And, Sugar wasn't a lot of sugary beverages. I think, uh, let me see. I had I had been putting, uh, I had a couple stops at uh, Starbucks this week for my chai latte. Couldn't resist. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and that's all sugar, yeah. Yeah, you're, drink, you're uh, drinking a milkshake, basically. Yeah, that was a milkshake. It was a coffee milkshake or a tea milkshake. Um, and no bike. Uh, not for any particular reason. Honestly, this week was just a blur as part of it. You know, it was it was busy, um, but it was just a blur. I really don't know what the heck happened in this week, honestly. Um, not so much far as that, but just overall. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you've had those weeks where you just look back and you go, what the, like, what did I do? I don't even yeah. remember what Monday was. Yeah, of course. Like, and I, I don't know if it was because it was the, the holiday uh, President's Day Monday that, like, made things feel weird but the whole week just felt felt weird the whole week so now nah, this is this is an l of of the largest uh you know of the largest size here on this week did not did not execute but ever since coaching which i think i i gotta keep coaching i i'm absolutely like slimming down because mm-hmm. i run with the kids so everybody that keeps seeing me, it's like, are you? Lo- I haven't gotten on the scale, but I keep getting asked how much weight I lost. So I don't know if it's these practices and running with the kids, and now I'm running with my sons. And I'm well, going, and you are drinking you know, less sugar. 
Well, yeah, you know actually, I mean? that's another you, you, point. Yeah. And like, it, it's crazy when you think about it, right? But like, one of those milkshakes that you're getting from Starbucks is probably 500 calories, right? Yeah, probably so. So yeah. if you go from, you know, let's say you go from, uh, let's say it's 400 calories, right? And you go from drinking one of those each uh, day. Which to, that was the case. Which is basically the case, right? Um, to one, let's say, each week, right? You just went from 2,800 calories to 2,400 calories less of that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to lose a pound a week, you're supposed to cut 3,000 calories a week, right? Mm. Which means that if you just – and this is why I'm, I'm always ranting about drinking – uh, calories with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is because if you just didn't drink calories, the likelihood is you're probably cutting three thousand calories a week out of your diet, which is a pound a week. Which means that if you're at a number that you don't want to be at, right, whatever that that number is, and you wanted to get down to a number where you were still a little too heavy, right? <laughs> you weren't where you want to be, but you were not at like a number that scares doctors, right? You were at a number where they're telling you, hey, you gotta lose some weight, rather than like, you gotta lose some weight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. their tone is different, right? To get mm-hmm. to that different mm-hmm. tone, just cutting those out will basically by itself, doing nothing else, probably cut you down to, you know, knock off 20, 30 pounds from where you're at right now. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. Over, over, you know, a, a six month period, which is why I'm always on it. Because it's like, that's that's what puts you in the hospital that day. Yeah, you know I mean? for sure. Like the no, other I stuff, bet. definitely the other habits, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know, it's sodas that's, that's making people fat. It's sodas and milkshake drinks from Starbucks that, that's making people sick, you know. Is it the other stuff? Sure. Is it I, I eat too many sandwiches? Yes. Is it I get Chick-fil-A one too many times? Sure. All of those things are true. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, things that are pushing people from, like, you know, not great to, like, very unhealthy, it's almost always liquid calories. Yeah, I can attest to that. I can attest to that. Yeah. It's interesting. My body's starting to uh, – I'm starting to have to really chill even on what I'm eating. I don't know what's changed. I don't know if there's sugar or what, but my body even, like – the way I feel after eating certain things now, it's, it's super weird. I'm in this weird part of my life where, like, I ate a steak the other day, and, like, I don't know if my body could digest it. Like, I don't know if, like, I think I got to, like, stop eating steak. Like, it's weird. This is the weirdest time. I I was uh, at the barbershop, and one of the guys turned 40, 42. And we were just all talking about, like, how crazy things just change in your life like you just go like getting older it's just like these one day you're like boy it here next day you wake up and it's like the beginning it's like you know every with every day you're losing like 10 20 percent of your of your hair you know follicles whatever and then it's just all fast you go from being like if it from the outside looking in growing up you kind of look like you went from young to old in this very gradual state. But when you're in it, it feels like 
one day you were a kid, and then the next day you're like blood pressure medicine, no no meat, you know, no red meat. Like, yeah, I gotta like make like some pretty drastic changes, and I, I like I can't even stomach like right now beef like is tearing me up, so I'm like trying to stay away from from definitely like steak steak. I'm gonna fade that for a little bit, but I gotta figure out. I gotta just cut back big time on what I put in my body. It's it's been a it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. Yeah, I mean like, I'll I'll say that none of that sounds right to me. Right. Yeah, could be something else. I don't know. Well no, um like I'm forty four. I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. Oh, you mean on that side of it. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I say it all the time, like to people, yeah, people yeah. are like, oh, you know, I have blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I feel great. Uh, yeah. Because you don't, the, the thing is, is you don't hear from the people who are like, yeah, I feel pretty great. Right. You don't hear, you don't hear yeah. from them. Nah, but I think there's a different appreciation. I think you, and you, and you, you kind of always probably appreciated more of that, that side of things. Because there are better things as you get older, right? You get more stability. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. you, mentally, your decision making is better. Oh, you know what I mean? Like forget the physical part of it, right? Forget the like you feel strong, whatever. But like even the youthfulness of being able to like, I'm gonna go play basketball for like seven hours. You know what I mean? Like there's a different thing of being like, I'm strong. Which and, and healthy and feeling good, and I'm young and bouncy. And no, I mean I definitely that, miss like yeah, I definitely miss youth, yeah. right? Like in the same way that everybody I think should miss youth. But also like I know, don't go sprinting out the front door. In the <laughs> you know what I mean? But your 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 son goes sprinting out the front door. Oh, like you know a what mother mean? man. Like he's like a like a you know he's like on a string or, or yeah. a rubber band or whatever right yeah. so i know that like okay you can't just go hard right yeah. you gotta work you gotta work into it right mm. and so like i definitely am using strategies yeah. around that stuff but like my knees don't hurt my back doesn't hurt food yeah. is good mm. you know what i mean like there's is there stuff i avoid yeah but it's all sugar basically yeah, yeah, right? right like yeah. it, which it, you didn't have to when you were young young you know with the balance and all i that. sure i didn't yeah, yeah I, de I definitely was, was able to but, get away with the stuff when i was to, 24 25. but but to your point i think not a single person and and i know people oh, i wish i could go back to that age even with everything that's happening i have i'm having more fun at this age than I've ever had yeah. in my young youth. And everyone pretty much knows that. I think yep. that's just, you know how, you know how we are. We just, you know, that's when we like to complain. That's the grass is greener. That's the when wow. when my day, we didn't do things like that type talk. You know, if you know you, how it goes. If you got lucky like you and I did, and you ended up making some right decisions, yeah, and you worked hard like you and I did, yeah. And so some things went your way. Yes. Between the ages of 40 and 60, or maybe let's say 35 and 55, yeah. are unquestionably the best years of your life. Like, I can't imagine it being better. Because you, so. you have health, you have money, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, mm, you have everything. I would agree. If you do it right. Can I tell you? So I'm leaving the country for the first time this year. Where are you going? Right? Um, oh, we didn't talk about this? No. Oh, I gotta, I, I'll tell you more in depth, too, before we get off today. But we're going to Paris. So we're going to Paris oh, nice. in, in July. Um, that's going to be great for Ash. She's going to be able oh, to see, like, like uh, ultimate patisserie stuff. She, all she's doing is looking at Paris stuff yeah. 24-7. It's great. But, like, I'm sitting here, we're, we're talking about, like, hey, let's go to New Orleans for a weekend. Let's do, like, so many things that I, at, like, 22, I was worried about, like, the new Jordans, that what Jordans are dropping this week. Yeah, that like was that, my, that was an impossible that was an impossible thing to think about. Exactly. My so like I'm not not trust me. I this age I appreciate way more. Like food is better. You know, it, it, although it's, everything's everything's better except you're not young. Yes. And and I do have to watch, you know, like that part sucks because here you are, food is better. And I do have to be more mindful of what yeah. I eat and how much I eat. I just made uh, salmon Wellington last night. I wanted to eat a few uh, more slices of that salmon Wellington. And at 22, I could eat a few more slices and my stomach would have not felt any type of different. I would just slap it off a little bit. Cool. Now, eating that extra slice or two of salmon Wellington will have me tossing and turning in bed. But at 25, I would have never appreciated that. Like, I would have never, I would have been, you know what I mean? Like, it mm. would have been like, oh, I don't care. Like, I didn't even really like salmon at 25, like 22. Right. 25. I never would have ordered salmon at a, on a menu at that point. It was like, you know, chicken and waffles, chicken and waffles, chicken and waffles. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, now, nah, getting older, now I don't know where the threshold, I kind of agree with you, what you say, like 60 is kind of where, where it starts to maybe – Get yeah, a little I mean, scary. I, I think know? it depends. I think it depends, yeah. right? Like, um, the there's the difference between like I think almost everybody can be like I'm cross my fingers, right? Um I'm gonna be really pretty fit at sixty, sixty five, right? Um assuming I continue the trend that I've been doing, right? Um mm-hmm. which means that I think that I'm likely to be able to be very active when I'm 65, right? Um, so my 35 to 55 years might be 35 to 65. I might get a, an extra 10. But, like, at some point, you, you know, you have the go-go years and you have the no-go years, right? Like, I mean, it's, at some point, you can't go places. You can't do stuff. Like, your activity level, I mean, maybe you can push it to 70. Maybe you can push it to 75. Like, you can push it reasonably to 75, maybe yeah. even yeah. 80. But if you make the wrong choices, right, it's 55. You know, like there are definitely people who sure. are like there's a lady on my block, right? She is 61 years old. She's going nowhere ever again. She's done. She's been done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that, I, my whole goal is to not have that happen. <laughs> that's when you, that that's when you instead of going uh we got bike backpacking over or going hiking in Ireland and, yeah. and instead of going hiking in Ireland that's when you got to go on that on that cruise you're just sitting there you just watching sit. you're just watching yeah. Phil Donahue. No, you don't mm-hmm. even go you can't she can't even go on a cruise. Hey, no She's, cruise either. 
Dude, yep. I, I mean, like she, you know, she walks on a cane. She's got diabetes. Uh, she, yeah. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. doesn't, she can't do anything. Her life is over, and it's been over for five or six years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. maybe she'll live for another ten or fifteen or twenty, but it's over, right? All she can do is sit down and watch TV. That's her whole entire life. Mm. So mm. you know, I mean, that you know, and, and yeah. so that's the that's part of why I rant at you about you know getting your health in order. Oh, for sure. I, hey, I it's hear definitely it. I related. Know it's love, yeah. I know yeah. it comes from love, and I, you know, I appreciate it. It's definitely trust me. Everybody who, you know, for those people at work that get on me, for those people in my personal life that get on me, to you, to you know, my wife, you know, it, it's heard and and it's necessary. You know, that's what you're supposed to do for the people yeah. you want to see. You know, enjoy the sweetest part of their life. Exactly. You know? Well, I mean, I think you were telling me you were at that meeting and you were looking around and a bunch of the people who were in your position were like very, very healthy and fit. And you're yeah. like, how are they doing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you realize you saw a hole in your game. Um, mm -hmm. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Because we're both actually dealing with one, right? You're dealing with kind of a health hole and I'm dealing yeah. with sort of a, 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 yeah. a technical interviewing uh, hole, right? Isn't it interesting to see something that you're like objectively bad at and you can work at it? But you're not. You still haven't gotten around on, isn't it? Isn't that neat? Yeah, I I think I'm like. I think, and it's weird that I don't do it in in the health area. Because I don't know, maybe because it's not a competition with anyone else but myself, and and you know maybe that's one of the parts of why I don't put health on that, on the same level. On that spectrum or whatever. Yes, but. In every other aspect of my life, when there's a hole, I obsess. Yeah. And I'm literally, like, if you've seen some of the notebooks that I had, just even on my, where I'm at, like, my career, I had yeah. notebooks of, like, hey, I want to get better at this and this. And, like, this is how I'm going to do it. And strategies. Yep, and I know, strategies. I know. Well, no, and, I mean, we used to talk uh, about it. We yep. still, I mean, we like, still I'm talk about it. I'm, I'm sick about it. Like, I'm sick. Like, yeah. it, 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 you know, even... Just everything that I get excited, like if you watch me, like the Sam and Wellington, you know how many like recipes and videos and how much studying I did before I made my own just to get like everybody's like, this is what they do. This is what this person This is does. why this they is do it. This, this is why, why this works. And yeah. then I literally like sat down for like three days, like combing through notes. Getting a feel and, for it. And yeah. <laughs> getting a feel, understanding like, all right. Is it egg wash? Is it egg? Is it just egg yolk wash? What's gonna toast your your uh, you know your top better so that your pastry puff comes out right? You know all of that. Like should I freeze it before I put it in? And I I literally obsessed over it, and uh, and and that's how I am with pretty much everything that I that I like to do. It's when it come and and that gets really competitive because you know it's it's I'm I'm presenting it. You know what I mean? Like my wife, you know, everyone's going to taste it. I don't know. I mean, you're competing you know? with yourself there too. You know what I mean? I mean, in, to a degree. I mean, you present a, yourself every day when you walk into a room, right? Like to a degree. You know, yeah. it, I, it's weird. Maybe it's it, just harder. Maybe it's just a harder for me. You know what I mean? Because to a degree, I'll be honest about myself. You know, I I love affirmation, right? Like I, like I love affirmation, but not not shallow affirmation you know like like how i look like if i'm told like hey you look nice today or whatever like 
that doesn't hit the same way as like, oh my God, burning these wings. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I am definitely, I'm, uh, I hunt for like when I'm cooking, whether it's sports, whether it's me leading, whatever it is, I, I do like affirmation. I'm not, you know, and, uh, but at the same time, when it comes to like appearance and physical looks and stuff like that, I've never really been like, that's never been the affirmation that I search for, you know, like, I, I, I don't know why or whatever, but that. It's never really been an affirmation I search for. Like, mine's more of like a give. You, you know what I mean? Like, mine's more of like a, a give, like, you know, you'll do something for someone. Like, I'm, you know, in terms of the way that I, I guess I appreciate being acknowledged for that type stuff. But I've never been a physical, you know, like, feeling good would be good for me. Like, I, in my mind, I don't really see it as connecting to anyone else. You know, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm digging deep here, too deep, but I think uh, so. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But like if I was to use all those same words, we were talking about how I'm bad at interviewing earlier. Right. If I was to use all those same words. And be like, well, you know, the reason that I don't like if I, if I was to do, I think that you would call me out. I think. Well, well no, I think you can. I think you kind of did. And I, and I and I think it's kind of true. I think, you know, I think that pressure of like, that's your whole in your game, which is for you, you know, reverting back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's a, you know, or before the show, it was, it was about like being put in that pressure of proving you're, you're strong at something that you, that you actually know you're, you're not and what that does to you, you know, and how it affects you, even in the areas that you're strong at. Because at that moment, like, you're being put on the spot panic. to do something. Yeah, yeah, it's a panic. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say that, oh, cool, keep panicking. Now, that I would call you out on. But that's the reality of it. You know, like, that's just what, what it is. You, you absolutely panic. Yeah. I don't take care of myself, not just physically. But there's even, like. No, you don't sleep. There's yeah, a bunch like, of stuff. There's yeah, a bunch like, of stuff. Like, you, that's you, don't, just, you don't. Yeah. Self-care stuff, you, you're yes. not, you know. I'm just bad at myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I am. Even, and it affects, even like getting out of the country, I'm glad it happened because for me, I'm like, I don't necessarily need that. But then looking at the way my wife lit up when that opportunity came, it realized, now it clicks for me. Like, I didn't know how much she needed that. You know what I mean? But at some point in my life, I do have to get to a point where I got to start figuring out me and what I, you know what I mean? Like, how do I like, you know, like do, I don't know, self-affirmation. Like, when does it matter how I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know that about myself. I don't, you know, I don't protect myself enough or prioritize myself enough in so so many ways. Yeah, so I, that's my yeah, that's a I, big hole in my game. Oh, absolutely. Right, it, it, but it's, but like, I guess what I'm saying is, if I if I was saying like, well, I have this problem where I panic in interviews, which is like, it definitely, it's definitely, it feels like panic, right? I don't know if it's yeah, like yeah. the correct word, right? But yeah. but it's I like panic. get, yeah. I get way too fast, right? Mm -hmm. I go way too fast and I just blow right there. Anyway, um, so since that's true about me and I sort of know it's true, right? Mm -hmm. I need to 
strategize and work at it, right? And yeah. I also need to accept that, like, okay, well, I have this problem, so I should open other doors as well, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, do, do both, you know, multi-pronged approach to it, right? And it, and so then I have to do those things, and I do them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm doing them, and I'm, and I'm imperfect at it, right? But I'm still doing yeah. it. That's all right. And I think it's interesting, and, and what I'm saying is, is I think it's interesting that you're like, well, I got this hole in my game, and... I know I got to do something about it, but I'm not doing anything about it yet. Which is very di- so. It's it's no, that's the thing that I'm trying to dial in on. Like to me, like um, that's the there's like a little bit of nuance there. Oh no, that's I feel like it's interesting yeah. that you're missing. You know what I mean? No, that's right. But that's been our conversation for for a few months now. Is the is the all right? I can acknowledge it. All right, I. I I see it, but now finding the way, which is part of the, you know, check-in and, and everything like that. Cause that, that's been our conversation since, since the incident, that's right. been the, you know what I mean? That that's been it. You know, I would say like just basic judging of myself. Oh, this, this version of decision-making conscious decision-making is way better than the version of Vernon conscious decision making even 12 months ago. Right, this is the best it's been. This is by like no no joke. And I don't even mean that I always just did like you know always cuz sometimes I can eat healthy. It wasn't intentional. There was just a stretch where I was just like yo, we just going to eat like cod and 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 sure, salad. Well, it's, just cuz it's we delicious. Got on a kit. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say we just got on a kit. You know what I mean? It isn't like I'm like ah oh, salad. Uh. Like nah, I love vegetables. I'm I like asparagus. I love Brussels. I love nah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm you like I'm you like all kinds of food. You don't I, care. yeah, I'm a foodie. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But this, you know, in the past, it's just like oh, it just happened to to land that way. Right, right. Now, when I eat a salad, like like here's one in one example. I if I have chips. I used to have, I couldn't have chips without a soda. Like I couldn't eat chips without a soda. Now I'm just like, fuck it. If I want chips, it's going to be with an unsweetened iced tea. And it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't do the same thing for me. But I got to just learn to get over that. Like my fries, Chick-fil-A without my Coke Zero. Sometimes I'm just like, oh. I gotta, I gotta eat my fries with this unsweetened tea. Like this is terrible. I love my fries just like I love my chips. Where I, I, I have a habit of I eat a fries, sip a soda, eat a fries, sip a soda. So if it wasn't a soda or a milkshake, like my fries just aren't as good. And so now, I, I gotta use ketchup because that's the only way I can enjoy fries now because I don't have a, I don't have a soda. You know, so like. Oh, this version of me, like, I, I'm much more conscious in decision making. I got a, I got a cheesesteak the other day, right? And shouldn't be eating cheesesteaks as much. But I'm paying for it too, still. Do you know what I did? I went and got unsweetened iced tea. I had the Coke Zero in my hand. And I was like, oh, I'm having a cheesesteak. Like, fuck it. I should just get a Coke Zero too. And you know what I did? I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm not getting the Coke Zero. I'm not going to make it worse. 
I'm going to get this unto your nice tea. Mm. And I looked around for the su- subtly sweet iced tea, which uh, Nest like Nestle sells the one with like you know the four four uh, grams of included sugar. And I looked for why I didn't have it, and I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. I, and I saw, and that's when I went and grabbed a Coke Zero because I'm like, well, at least it's zero calories. And then I was like, nah, nope. Go get that unsweet iced tea. And I ate that cheesesteak with unsweet iced tea, and it was nowhere near as satisfying as the last cheesesteak I had, you know, like a month ago or two months ago with the Coke Zero. Nowhere near as satisfying. But I did it, and I was like, that was not fun. But, okay, I got my cheesesteak. You know what I mean? So I, there's definitely little things. And, and a yeah. lot of that is from this show. A lot of that is just like, being able to talk about it and be conscious of it. Right. It's like, you know, it's helping. So I wonder if what I'm hearing and what you're saying is slightly different, right? Because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing now when you say that, right, is that like there is a hole in your game and you are addressing it. But right now, uh, we, we don't have enough time to talk about the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're essentially um, – Addressing it in the most simple way possible, which is a touch. No, for sure. You're doing like the smallest, simplest action that you can possibly do just now. For sure. Which which is maybe just where you need to be for today. No, that's for sure. And it's 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 us talking about it. Like it really is us talking about it. And it's talking about it at, at, at work, talking about it with my wife. Like we don't. We don't even have juice in the house. Very rarely we have juice in the house now. You know, like, like where ju- you know, like there's certain things. I don't even think about buying it anymore. Right. So, like, gradually we're going in the right direction. We're reversing this thing in the right direction. Absolutely. Like, that, you know, like, I, I was getting Chick-fil-A, like, three times a week. Right. It was clockwork. Now, maybe once every other week. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so there, here's an interesting, of... here's an interesting thought that I want to play with. Yeah. Don't do anything about it this week. Uh, but like, let's consider it. Maybe you should be weighing yourself all the time. I don't weigh in like maybe once every two weeks or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm pretty careful cause I'll obsess about a number. Right. Uh, yeah, not me. And I know who I am. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if a, if weighing in is a scoreboard for your brain Maybe. that you're that you're missing, right? Maybe. And that because I've your never head, weighed go, my, like I've never weighed myself because you've never done it, yeah. right? Like I'm never like my wife will be like, hey, get on the scale and she'll and the, yeah, the number, yeah, that's what you were like, telling, ah, whatever. So I wonder if a piece of the puzzle and and don't don't actually do anything about it, but consider it for a little while. Let's let's think about it for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. But I wonder if if, if a missing piece of the puzzle. Because I've been thinking about, like, doing one of the holes in my game is, is, like, that I don't do a specific, like, kind of practice enough, right? Like, I do the practice for the interview thing frequently, but not enough. I should do it maybe 20% more, right? Yeah. And I've been thinking about, like, putting up, like, some kind of scoreboard for myself, right? So that I can be like, okay, did I get to 20% more, right? Mm-hmm. And in your case, it's maybe, like, 20% less, right? But, but it's the same thing. Like, I wonder if putting a scoreboard up for yourself where you have an actual number and you're looking to see, you know, obviously you're going to have wins and losses, right? But because it's much more like baseball, right? 
but you want to see that trend go going down. down. Yeah. Right. Now, I so I, I wonder if that's something that's worthwhile. It might be something that they want. I, I'll tell you this. Um, so uh, one year. So I've been pretty much flirting at the same weight for the last, my son's five now. So six years. Mm-hmm. One year increased my weight by like 35 pounds. One, one, not even a year. It was like, it was a window of, you know, craziness. Yeah, no, I mean. It's... Scratched out window. Yeah, I know exactly the year it was, and, too. <laughs> yep, scratched out window. Yep, yep. Then I, then I tore my Achilles yep. after, and i literally been sitting at roughly the same weight ever since. since. Yep. And the crazy part is, is if I would have, if I would have done that during that time, I would actually probably notice, you know, notice the direction I was going. And I would have probably started some of this stuff sooner at that point. Hmm. But it was literally, I had no idea what I weighed because I never weighed myself. You know, you don't actually look any different to your own self. No, you can't. You can't can't really tell. You can't tell. Till I went to check, get a checkup, and I stepped on the scale, and I was like, holy Uh crap <laughs> yeah. like how did i get to here yeah exactly. it was almost like 40 pounds it might have been something crazy yeah and uh i remember that was when i was like that was how i that was one of the contributing factors to me tearing my achilles because yeah. that same day i called up some some buddies it's like yo going to the gym gotta play some ball this is ridiculous and i tore my achilles basically trying to lose that 40 pounds in one day and that's since that, then that sounds like you because because you and i are both like oh i got this thing let me go let me go hit it as hard yeah, as i possibly can and see if i can move yeah, it yeah. <laughs> tore, tore my achilles that day like when i tell you this is a true story it is it hours is. after it. going to get the checkup i tore my achilles playing basketball and I called my buddy. I'm like, yo, I got to go hoop. This is crazy. Like, I put on so much. You around? And he was like, yeah. We we ro- drove up, tore my Achilles about four hours later. Like, four hours later. And watched Markel Folks uh, in the summer league at the same time as well. I watched Markel shoot, you know, hit the hedgy pull up and never saw that again. But. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. That day was wild. It was like a Monday or Tuesday, and it was it was wild. It was it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, let's uh, stop the show. Yes, Next sir. week we'll talk. We'll talk more book. Yeah, um, yeah. And, so we'll just uh, do so, part two then. We'll have all. all yeah, yeah. We'll cover part two next week, so we can talk, cover that. Um, but, but on book, but as a as a, an aside, I'm enjoying the book quite a lot. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so in the meantime, Vernon. Where can people find us? They can find us at the processesblackandwhite.com and they can search us on the social media platforms at the <laughs> processesblackandwhite and we'll pop right up. All right, talk to you next week. Yes, sir. <laughs>